This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Beat me up on the mamas of all mama shit. Hey, I'm looking through my telescope and I see a mothership. Is that you? Beat me up. Hey, DA, I'm thirsty, man. Could you beat me up for a cold one? Hey, DA, what's going on, baby? Stop me off and beat me up. DA wants the silly Oh, permission to get in that mothership. Is my window seat still available? Beat me up. What's going on, DA? Hey, man, I need you to do me a huge favor. My co-worker's a jerk. Oh, just beat me up, man. Get beamed up. Everyone else has. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, baby! It's a Monday, Monday, Monday with you. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Sirius XM 158, all of our great affiliates, free on the Odyssey app. Of course, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Check us out on YouTube. WatchDA.com. It's bogey to my right, me to my left. It's Mraz and Bogish. How are you? Ryan Botcher, EJ Stewart, Brooke Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> and Pete Bellotti all with us as well. You think we can get an epic fail out of the four of them? We hope so. Your poll question is also up after Jordan Mylotta sung, Isn't she lovely? At his wedding, while his wife danced with her father, we asked the question, Would you want your daughter's husband singing the song that you're dancing to your do- with your daughter with? Me and Bogus are hard nose on yeah. this one. One can only hope the question online is worded better than you just delivered Yeah, it. I, that was all over the place. But you get the point. EJ, of course, and Pete, who has to be Mister Contrarian. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, fine by me. Just, just as long as she has a happy, you know, happy marriage. Poor, a good guy. Poor Brooke thinks her dad would be okay with it. No, he would not. He texted me and he said yeah. she's wrong. Totally wrong. Yeah, dead wrong. Hundred percent. And uh, honestly, Ryan is just hoping to get his next shirt from Spencer's Gifts, and he's not really concerned with <laughs> weddings or anything like that. So that's kind of the show we've had so far today, Bogues. We've done a lot of NBA throughout. We've talked about the Damian Lillard. Um, you know, trade request and what this means for the Portland Trailblazers. Go check out the Odyssey app on the Rewind. We'll give our thoughts on that as well. We've talked about Kyrie Irving last hour. You know, this hour, I I wanted to start with the Houston Rockets weekend because we talked a lot about players staying places. And I thought the Houston Rockets were interesting from the standpoint of acquiring pieces. So the Houston Rockets obviously are still living in the glow of you know, trying to rebuild and have all the assets from the James Harden deal originally. And obviously, you know, Jabari Smith, you know, Jalen Green, 
Kenyon Martin Jr. still on this team? I mean, this is a team that's... It's, he's actually not. He's being traded to the Clippers. Is he in this? Yes. Okay, so I missed that. Bam. But this is, again, the, this is the NBA's problem. One of the reasons. When the other leagues, hockey, it's NFL... ridiculous. When they do free agency, the new league year, quote-unquote, has already begun. Right. The NBA's new league year starts on July 6th. Why? So there are so many trades that are agreed to but aren't finalized for five more days or three more days now. All right. So it leaves these guys... Like, Patty Mills has been traded twice. Twice, right. And I think he's he still listed as a net. It's just cr- like Kenny Martin Jr. is listed as a rocket. So, before we finish this, I'm glad you brought up this point. Because last time I'm going through, and admittedly I had a busy weekend, right? Kids, 4th of July stuff. But be- with all the Twitter nonsense that happened on Saturday, I'm a net fan, right? Like, so I'm going through everything, and I knew, like, the guys we signed. I totally missed that they traded Joe Harris officially. I totally missed that, and that happened on Friday night. I totally, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I'm not heartbroken for that. It makes a lot of sense. But, like, to your point, these NBA moves are crazy. Anyway, Jabari Smith is the big one because he was the third overall pick last year for the Rockets. That's a guy they hope that, you know, could kind of keep elevating himself, take a next level. We'll see what his ceiling ultimately is. But they're a team full of young players, and that was the, the point I wanted to bring up. And they bring in Fred Van Vliet. You may like him. Maybe he's not a, a true A pro-typical star, but he's a guy, championship pedigree, that got better after Kawhi Leonard left, and he's a guy that I think the Rockets are going to bring in here. They think could be, you know, their leading scorer, but also maybe teach some these young guys how to play winning basketball. So I thought that was really interesting, and then they do the thing where they bring in the agitator we're all curious about. I was shocked at how much money Dylan Brooks got. Oh, I was more shocked about the, the Van Vliet money. The Brooks money... Well, see, the Van Vliet money, I get bad players, and he's not a bad player, but... Bad players get a lot of money. Yeah, he's he's um. It's been an interesting back and forth the pro Van Vliet guys and the detractors yeah. because I'm pro Van Vliet to an extent. Well, I think that's the that's where your extent is is though is what yeah. we're, we're kind of figuring out because at face value, it's not as simple as going how did Fred Van Vliet get more money than Kyrie Irving, but it's also a fair question that how do you get four more million dollars than Kyrie? Well, because he's he's not a nutcase, right? But that's not why the nut. I mean. Teams want Kyrie. He's a better player. He's insane, sure. But if you're going to sign one of the two for basketball Van, reasons, you're going to sign Kyrie. You're going to want to pay Kyrie more. Van Vliet might have been more valuable for basketball reasons to the Rockets than other teams in terms of what I'm talking I mean, they needed somebody who's played a lot of basketball, played a lot of meaningful basketball, and also is pretty good. You will never win a championship with Fred Van Vliet being your best player, clearly. We understand. But I see I, that's the problem for me, is that you paid him like a guy that's supposed to do that. Okay, I get that. But with their assets and picks, and again, I brought up Jabari Smith. Like, this is a guy that you're hoping gets in that room. It's only a three-year deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the next year or two, get this team to the point where they're a play-in team a playoff team, and then see where you're at and what you're acquiring in a couple of years. I think this is kind of like a transition piece for the organization that has real value to them, and Van Vliet has a ring and sees a good paycheck here, and I think he could do that. What I found crazy is when they signed Dylan Brooks, that's a guy who could, let's see if the locker room likes him. Does that kind of go anti what Van Vliet does? Or is Dylan Brooks really the kind of guy that, yeah, maybe he'll wear out his welcome in a couple of years, but in the immediacy, he's a guy you love to have on your team and hate to face him. I mean, four years for Tillman Brooks? EJ can break the tie because he knows the NBA better than both of us. In fact, he'll go as far as naming topic lists after his Knicks podcast. No doubt. I actually think there's a bigger risk of them going, I can't believe we're paying Fred Van Vliet this much money than Dylan Brooks. Wow. Okay. 
All right, well, what do you got, EJ? Well, I feel like the Van Vliet deal, a lot of that had to be how much money do we got to pay this guy to not go, anywhere him to else. go back to Toronto right. or somewhere else? Because yeah. they had the most money by, you know, by not even close, by anybody else. So I understood the Van Vliet thing because I think they are transitioning from the we're tanking and acquiring assets thing to we're trying to win things. So, right, yeah. and bad teams have to overpay sometimes. Right, yes. exactly. So so I, I'm okay with Van Vliet. I thought the Dylan Brooks money was a lot. I also think Dylan Brooks as a character is an interesting person to put into that locker room. I know they gotten rid of some of those young guys, but that team still has Kevin Porter, still yeah. has Jalen Green, still has uh, Jar- Jabari Smith, as you mentioned. So having that guy and him being the mentor for young players is not necessarily the person I would have picked. No. But I do feel like there's any coach who could maybe bring this all together is going to be Ime Udoka. And I think he that's is a, an Ime a, Udoka guy. Yes. That's a good point. Udoka's a good point on this. Yeah, and with and with Dylan Brooks, he, maybe because I like to be a bit of a troll and stoke flames or whatever, hmm. I kind of like Dylan Brooks. I'm not going to lie to you. Now, look, some of his antics go a little too far where it's a detriment to your team. I totally understand that. But Dylan Brooks strikes me as the kind of player, it's not nearly the same guy, but you get what I mean. He's kind of like a Rodman kind of player, right? Like he fills that agitator, defensive role. Dylan Brooks, believe me, I know this from playing plenty of these player props. He could have some, some sneaky good point nights and stuff like that as well. But, you know, I think Dylan Brooks probably also fits on a team closer to win it all where like, that could kind of be the, the – I don't know that that's on a young team that you're looking to transition to be starter winner if that's where Brooks fits. And Brooks, he talked about it when he had that tiff with Draymond Green. I mean, he sees himself as more than just an agitator. Like, he thinks yes. he can score. Right. Well, he he's, thinks an ag- that, he's like a goon in hockey that has a scoring touch. Right, yeah. So so that's the other thing that I think makes Barnaby, it interesting because, I mean, <laughs> at what point – does he not understand his role potentially? Because again, Jalen Green was the number two pick in the draft a couple of years ago. You got Jabari Smith, and now you have Fred Van Vliet. Like he's coming in to be the Dylan Brooks in Memphis. I wonder he sees this contract, sees this money, sees all the young guys, and say, "I'm going to be a Dylan Brooks that no one's seen before, a guy who can average 20." Interesting. They can't have that. So I think the Udoka point, or can they? Is is um is the key thing here that. He's going to theoretically control Dylan Brooks, keep him keep him as the as the positive Dylan Brooks, and I'm I'm okay with them. I guess similar to Van Vliet, like you've got to pay more sometimes to convince a guy to come to a team that's further away from a championship. But I I like the idea of this. Now I was also spooked at the end of Memphis because he went too far and they didn't defend him. They were like, all right, that's enough. We're good. We're out of here. Like as if he had been a jerk and he was just hard to deal with the entire time. And that is certainly the risk here. But I also wonder, too, when he's kind of alone, maybe, on the bad guy front, is it a little, like, was he getting getting egged on by all the other guys, like the entire demeanor of Mm. the Grizzlies? Because they were all had their chest out during the regular season, and they all talked nonsense. So maybe he was just getting too carried away. Captain nonsense, if you will. Yeah, so maybe if the environment's a little less confrontational, in Houston, maybe he'll find a good place to exist where he can set the tone without going too far. And maybe he learned his lesson that he talked too much at the end of last year and reins it back in a little bit. But I think this is the kind of guy or the this kind of signing that you sometimes need to teach those young guys how to... Because he's a good player. Right. And maybe he just got a little too carried away last year. Now he can rein in a little bit and go back to being just a good player. Uh, look, the West is loaded. But these two moves I found interesting. Who knows if they'll work? But I, I'll say this. And we saw it last year with SGA and, and the Thunder. 
I think the Rockets already could put themselves in kind of that that ten seed mix to end up in the play-in now this year. I really do. I think they could take that kind of step with those yeah, players. Yeah, it's just like there's just so many, so teams, many teams though. But like someone's also... got to lose. Someone's got to be twelve and thirteen. But think about this. I'll give you the Nuggets. We know are going to be great. We assume the Kings will continue to be really good. Um, we know the Suns likely to be really good. But like honestly, the Mavs didn't make the playoffs this year. Who knows if the Kyrie thing could bust with them? The Lakers are AD and LeBron could be healthy all year. I I, I obviously they had what uh, they had Caleb Martin. No, they, they had a they, lot. Gabe Vincent or they Caleb got Martin? Gabe, Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent. They're the same guy. They had Gabe Vincent. See, I think Vincent and Struess are the same guy. Yeah, no. Caleb to, Martin's his own. To his me, own Martin entity. and Vincent are the same guy. Okay. Struess and Duncan Robinson are the same guy. Okay. All right. Those are my guys. That's fair. Yeah. That you just like, I can see that. All right. So, yeah, that's just interesting. Interesting movement. But they were the most active in terms of, in my opinion, acquiring, like, good talent that wasn't their own. So if you talk about the teams in the play-in, you had OKC, Minnesota, the Lakers, and the Pelicans. Right. If the Houston Rockets are getting in there, which one of those teams do you think is unlikely well, to get back? And not only that, but Dallas didn't get in. And right, Dallas didn't get in. And now Dallas has a full season of Kyrie well, and Luka. I gave you, I don't, I'm not, I don't know for sure that Dallas is going to be back. And I... You guys are putting a lot of stock in this Laker run, man. They, they, these are two guys who are only getting older and and could be more banged up. Well, I'm also putting stock in. I, I like what they did this weekend. Okay, that's fine. The team still rolls around those two guys, right? But are they going to drop to 12 or 13 in the West to let those guys, those the Rockets jump ahead? If AD's limping the second week of October and not out there, I mean, the only good news for the this Rockets run right now is like we forgot the two other years after the bubble. The only good news for the Rockets right now is that Portland's going to suck. So yeah. that's that at least takes and, one team away from in front of them. And with all due respect, I understand that they did a lot of this without. I mean, the Pelicans got there because of. I mean, they were basically the two seed in the West before Zion got hurt, and right. they built up so much early. Are you trust Zion to be healthy all year? No, but what if Zion's healthy all year? I mean, but you're asking now. You're telling me which one of the. You're, that's a big if. It's. I think sure. it's more likely he's not. Is that fair to say? And I think one other wrinkle in the West and really throughout the NBA that's going to be important this year is they're going to be probably the least amount of teams tanking than maybe we've seen in a long time, especially this year. This is not a great draft. Right. This past year, you had all these teams trying to tank for. Victor Wembanyama, so a team like the Dallas Mavericks that probably could have played themselves in, could uh, play themselves. They 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 are going to play all eighty two. They're well, not going to be worried about a time out pick. though. Be fair, EJ. The Mavericks didn't think they had a shot at Wembanyama when they were going for. They wanted to keep their pick. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm just saying though, in theory, like there will be more teams who will say, right. "Hey, like in February, we we have a chance to play, and we're going to keep playing it through." It's not like we're going to. There's a, a generational yeah. prospect waiting for us in the lottery. Oh, and on the other side, you talk about teams that might fall out of it too. 25-game suspension for job. Brooks had a... What, do we know that Memphis is going to be great this year? I mean, They might not be great, but are they going to fall eight or nine spots in the know. standings? This I, is a team that's won a lot without job and ramp. I know, right. I know, I know, but 25 games is still a quarter of your season. Or more, le- wait, it's the not Rockets, a 82-game season. The Rockets were also 18 games away from the playoffs. So, like, we're this is a long road this to get is, into a top 10. This has gone from... Me saying I think they could compete from the ten to you guys saying I think they're a lock for the play. I just think they made themselves interesting in the West. They made themselves interesting, but I mean, I think they could be in the mix. But, you guys, by the way, if this was this time last year, you guys all would have said about the Thunder making the play. Like, who are they coming? Like, you guys would have all called me nuts. Yeah, I would. I would buy that because I did, especially I, I after Holmgren got hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Things happen, guys. It's sports. No, things happen, and they're they're at least you need to pay attention to them now. Yeah. 
but I also I think that they've this is not the year for them to actually be that interesting. It's next year where they've got to they better be in that play in. Well, the good news is I won't have to talk about it with you next. Year. That's very true. Unless they stink and the Knicks want Fred Van Vliet. Uh, this is just a drive-by take. <laughs> <laughs> it really is remarkable. The things you don't have to care about as of July 24th. I'll still care because I'm a sports fan. Yeah, but I mean, you could take... Yeah, but there's things I don't care about that I have to care about more. True, but those are things that you do already mostly care about. Like, you're not going to have to watch more Yankee baseball. Or... I don't care about Knicks basketball. I know, but you'll be okay, and, and you'll still be okay punting on a Knicks game on, like, a fall, yeah. winter Saturday as opposed to watching 19 hours of college football. No, I'd rather watch the Nets and all 28 other NBA teams before I'm watching the Knicks. So. Right. Well, if you're watching the Nets, then you're watching a team that won't be in the playoffs next year. I don't know so. about that. I don't know about that. The Nets could be this year's Grizzlies. There you go. Hot takes. Today on the fan, mm. 2 to 625. Brooklyn Bridges with Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm. Here we go. All right. Oh, imagine the puns if Tyler Hero's on that. Oh, wait, are you bringing the puns to the fan? Is that allowed? No, I'm a changed man. I'm leaving. I'm emptying the tank here these oh, next great. couple weeks. I'm going right, real straight-edged. Evan's going to be the funny guy in this yeah, new show? I'm okay. going straight sports. <laughs> CM Punk straight-edge? <laughs> straight sports for me. All right, when we come back, we're stunned to a news, plus some of your tweets. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We are the glitch in the simulation. Oh, shut up, Pete. You don't want to take a lap. Shut up. Shut up. Everybody was talking. I got interviews. I got boxes of chocolates. I got teddy bears. Nah, 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 nah. 11-10. There it is. You got to shut up once in a while. How about you shut up You don't know how to shut up. DA on CBS Sports Radio. It is the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Mraz and Bogey here. Getting you set for the 4th of July. The 4th of July. Saturday in the park. I think it was the 4th of July. That song never made sense to me. Why would you think? Wouldn't you remember it was the 4th of July? It's a holiday. I'd hope so. So 4th of July tomorrow. It happens on the 4th of every July. Correct. Uh, fireworks, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, tonight, i got to be honest with you. I need the end of the fireworks. I, I did them the last two nights. I had a late night last night. Old Uncle Shawnee needs to go to bed tonight early before tomorrow's big 4th of July ramp up. Yeah, old Uncle Andrew got woken up by his bladder at 11, 11 p.m. last night, and then the fireworks kept me awake longer. Yeah. Then I woke my wife up. You know, it was a bad scene. Not for nothing, because I'm a big fire. I'm very pro-firework. Mm-hmm. 11 o'clock starts to get a little late. It's got to be like 9 to 10.30, and then we're done. Yeah, especially the ones 
that just make noise, those yeah. ones have to stop on the earlier side. Yeah. If, at least if at least if they're pretty, I can deal with the thuds. But if you're just blowing things up, yeah. leave me alone after I, 10. I, again, I love a lot of them. I was, you know, little fireworks show at a friend's house last mm. night. I had a good time there. But, yeah. A, a common friend, and I was not invited, so I guess you're closer. Also, I, I got news for you. I guess who the only one out of the 30 people there working this morning was. Yeah. This guy. I know. This guy. What do you mean you're going to get up at 4 in the morning? What are you still doing here? Well, you guys aren't like fireworks till 930, right. so. <laughs> you won't let me leave. I didn't come here for the egg rolls. I mean, geez. <laughs> Uh, also, it's been brought to my attention by Nancy uh, Morash, better known as my mom, yeah. or on Twitch. I'm not doing Bob things. Yeah. Who apparently is my PR hype person, just giving people my work schedule here. She's alerted me that we have a New York embargo here on the DA. So DA has, has done this New York embargo. Uh, EJ, I want you to turn your head behind you. If Cap could show the 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 signage where Pete the body is sitting under. Right. You could do like a Vanna White, Vanna White thing, thing. like Pete's you know, show waving it at it. We show that we show that, okay? Now, I want you, EJ, as as Pete points out, to tell me, what do you see above the DA show on that logo? What What's there? It looks like a lovely New York City skyline. Is that a New York City skyline? What is that thing? It looks like a lady holding something up on top of the DA yeah, show. That, that is the Statue of Liberty. Okay, and then what's that tall, tall building there, a couple over? You got the Empire State Building. You got the Chrysler Building. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Definitely so, from New York. Definitely uh, looks like St. Patrick's Cathedral even. Wow. We've got St. Patrick's Cathedral. And we would all agree it's a beautiful logo, right? Awesome. I love the logo. So w is it fair to say that if DA, show, if the DA is taking on this New York embargo, did we not tie up all the loose ends, you think? <laughs> Just a little bit, maybe. <laughs> there have been plans better thought through than this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get that belief. Yeah, I mean, the host of New York Accents saying New York teams can't be mentioned on his radio show, that's a contradiction that we probably should have seen immediately. Yeah, I don't, said, think, DA shows, I don't think DA thought that, he, saw no, that through. He did not. So, he did not. And honestly, do we have to change the logo? Well, I would argue that we should change the logo to incorporate buildings and other such things from across this entire country. So maybe that should be part of it. Maybe we did need a logo rebrand. Like keep the Empire State Building, but throw in the Hancock Building from wherever this, whatever it's called now, the Sears Tower in Chicago, yeah. whatever they got in Tucson. The throw, big baby building. Yeah, the big baby pavilion. Throw that on there. Maybe Dodger Stadium and yeah. really reflect how far and wide this show goes. And here's where DA got himself into trouble here. You could sell somebody that that's not the Chrysler Building and the Empire State Building and just say, well, no, it's it's a generic skyscraper. Right. You can't fake the Statue of Liberty. You can't. I mean, there's only one Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And, and I know for the people on Twitch or YouTube, like, we don't, YouTube. we're in a four box right now. But, like, even though you told me look behind, look behind you guys. I know yeah. it's faded, but those yeah, same buildings too. are also on the logo uh, back there, too. This is a tough one. Yeah, DA seems to be listening this morning. So I just, as a friend I, and a colleague, I'll point out that he Pete, was listening. I think so. He was at least active on Twitter, responding to DA show quotes, quoting our tough first hour with Frederick Keys. Oh, what did he say? Uh, the unraveling has begun. That was, I'm sorry, that was in response to you calling this the fan and giving out the number. Oh no! So he's at least half paying attention. I offer my services, Pete services. Whoever else wants to sign up, Ryan from yesterday, Brooke is back again from yeah. Europe. Like, let's all put our minds together and just talk these things out. Workshop them. Like EJ said, there's a writing room. Let's sit down <laughs> and
and make sure we're not biting off more than we can chew, like embargoing New York while we have to promo New York as much as possible. Yeah. Well, we're so that, in a tough spot right just now. Just something to consider. The logo I didn't see coming. I didn't even notice. Good job by Nance bringing it up. Nancy's on the ball, man. She is. Is, does, is Nancy taking on more clients? I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Like, could she get on a Twitch room and promo me and Kadri doing Delaware football in the fall? I'm sure. Is she, she would, open to that? I'm sure she would do a, a heck of a job. I agree. I've known Kadri his whole life. Right? Good young man. That's her favorite Ismail brother. Yeah. Not Rocket. Rocket's an easy choice. Kadri wasn't the favorite Ismail brother on uh, January 30th, 2000 or 2001. I know. Bob wasn't happy with him. I know. Jerk. All right. Adam, the former bath guy, tweets in, Happy Canada Day, long weekend, boys, and happy 4th of July. Was Canada Day, is it today or did it already happen? I think it was might have been Saturday. I think it was the first. Okay. And right. that's why red, NHL yeah, free agency. The, I only know because the Blue Jays wear red. Right, which was I'm, Saturday. I'm yeah. emptying the toolbox on this one, but I'm being serious. I always ask this question. That's celebrating Canadians' independence? I, I don't know, because were they ever really in did need France of independence? Well, I mean, Britain, they're kind of, they're part of the U.K., that's why I'm pretty sure France, like, like kind of, for lack of a better term, owned the part where Quebec is. And right. I think the British owned the rest. If oh, I understand correctly. Wow. Okay. But I'm not sure or they had to it, fight for their independence. Did 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 France and England just go? It's too cold here. Take it. I don't know. You know. Again, I'm <laughs> still stuck on the Continental Congress. So. All right. Uh, Moose tweets in, while not 100% accurate, this is a fantastically told story of how the national anthem came to be. I'd recommend to anyone to watch over the past couple next couple days, couple days, very inspiring patriotic. And he sends a YouTube video, which, you know, maybe I'll get to. Um, <laughs> Carol tweets in, <laughs> I'm going to say no. I used to live in Harrisburg <laughs> area in Pennsylvania. So I was always mentioned how now I'm in. India, Atlantic, Florida, so I never hear my place anymore. But moving to Tucson soon, so I'm happy to hear that coming she's up. She's going to Tucson? Yes, she's the big baby. All right. So somebody from the show, bless you, is going to Tucson. It's just not you or bless you, as far as you know, Glenn Davis. Yeah. So for a cough button there. Uh, my mic was off. As bogus could wow. Yeah, my mic was on was the problem. That sounded like sniffle up, I guess, whatever you said last week. Oh, good. You ate something. Something come up? Oh, and you showed it to me. That came out of you? Yeah, it just sneezed out of me. That looked like a piece of brain, if we're being honest. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's certainly not the cereal. Do you feel any dumber? No, I'm just holding it in. Is your eye okay? I, I don't know. I'm having like a bad allergy attack right now. Do we need a medic? Oh, I'm all right. All right, hold on. Do you have any emergency Pop-Tarts? I don't. Uh-oh. I, I only have goldfish. Um... Sean Iron Man 90 tweets in, I definitely remember listening to the Chestnut Clip live, and I was definitely awkward, especially when Joey compared himself to a porn star. Yeah. Was, that was definitely uncomfortable. John and PA. Thomas Jefferson was the lead writer of the Declaration of Independence. John Adams, Ben Franklin, Robert Livingston, and Roger Sherman, not Richard, were the Declaration Committee. So you were right. It was a writer's room. There you go. <laughs> and one too many oopsies. Very hurtful tweets. Amy hasn't made them yet, idiot. She's making them today. Talking about the cupcakes we alluded to earlier, the Amy T. She has Funfetti cupcakes. Now, this is where I disagree. If Amy is, in fact, making them later today, that would make sense why there was none here. She certainly didn't tweet it as if it was... Like, she tweeted as if all of us interpreted that they were here. This is the tweet, and it's from before today's show. So this was written late Sunday. Yes, in all caps... I am working through the holiday, sporting red, white, and blue with fun, fetty cupcakes to share 
talk to you tonight. Yeah. How else are we supposed to take that, right, that the right. cupcakes are coming last night, All right, let me i.e. Shoot today? Amy, some bail here. I think if you're thinking working through the holiday, I don't think this necessarily means just Monday. I mean, the holiday technically Tuesday. So she could okay. be telling her audience. Then don't I'm, tweet that yesterday. You can't tweet that yesterday. I mean, I, I don't disagree, but I think from her standpoint, if indeed she did not make the cupcakes yet, you're saying, yes, people, we, I'm working through the holiday. I'm here Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and cupcakes will be had. Look, we've known Amy for 10 years, and working these morning hours has made us more pro-Amy than ever because of her baked ability. Right. She, like, is an extremely awesome baker. She, like, she makes things I would never think of baking, and they're awesome. And she knows. She's, I'm sitting out there like a fat rhinoceros. She, All right, Sean. <laughs> it's like I'm, 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 I'm in a zoo cage. <laughs> uh, Nutella? <laughs> Granola? <laughs> and I sit there, and I eat everything, and it's like, yeah, it's like getting a fish thrown to a, a dolphin. Right. Um, so when I read that, yeah, you can't tease on Twitter that you're baking cupcakes for the next day. When you or, haven't even gotten to work that or day. two days from now? Yeah. Come on. Because there's a Monday night, there's also, a Tuesday night, which is the cupcake night. I mean, night. you said through the holiday. Well, now, so the, when you say through, it's not one day. Well, then bring him every day, I would argue. Now, with all due respect to Amy, work when you want to work, and I think that's great. She's choosing to work through the holiday. She was just on vacation last week. Most of the regulars she sees are going to be off. It's the 4th of July. She might be the only regular staff member full-time here. The full-timers. That means, now it's good for anybody working through the hall. I've been there, man. Thanksgiving dinner, I'm ordering from the Chinese food place down the block back in my day. Like, I guess that's good rewarding that. But now, uh, we're just teased as full-timers. We don't get the funfetti. Right. I'm not going to be here tomorrow. No Or way. Wednesday. Yeah. So who's getting cupcakes? Not us. Who deserves them? Us. Ryan Betcher. Ryan could have my cupcake. Botcher. There's a botcher and a boccioni. Confusing. Ryan, your thoughts on just changing your last name for two weeks while Sean's still here? After I started the show saying, don't don't stand for people not saying your name right. It's right. okay. It's it's the German version, Betcher. So. Oh, that's what yeah. it is. He's got more personality than yeah. Pete, too. How about that? And he knows your linguistic limitations. He knows German is not your thing. I couldn't even get a head poke from Pete at that point for any kind of laughter. Is Pete still back there? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. There he is. He pops up like whack-a-mole every once in a while on board a few. All right, Emmanuel's with us. Hello. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Are you ready to be stunned after your update? I, I'm looking forward to being stunned. I won't be as stunned as you will be, though. Because you already know the story. Right. All right. But I'll try to be stunned. Fair enough. All right, baseball. Braves made it eight straight wins, 6-3 the final yesterday against the Marlins, sending a franchise record eight players to the All-Star game. Braves are 56-27 and in the win. Ozzie Albies and Travis Darnell homered. But get this for Ronald Acuna, who went two for three with another stolen base. He's at 336 at 21 homers and 39 steals. That's incredible. In early July. That's a full year. That's a full year. So he might go 40-80 at this rate. (laughs) He's got more steals now than he did last year. I heard that during that broadcast yesterday. Yeah, last year he was good, but he wasn't great. And now he's back to like more than great, Acuna. So 21 (laughs) and 39 already for Acuna. Reds four. Padres three. Tyler Stevenson came off the bench. Here's the pitch to Stevenson. He swings. High drive. Deep right field. Back goes Tatis at the wall. Gone! Just inside the right field foul pole. Tyler Stevenson, a pinch hit. Two-run home run, and the Reds are back on top. That in the bottom of the eighth. Tommy Thrall, Reds radio. Reds eight of their last nine, 16 of their last 20. Brewers, six, Pirates, three. That's what three. that's like, Bogues. Good baseball being played by your team. 
Uh, I can't imagine it, actually. Yeah. Two out of three for your baseball team, actually, over the weekend. So, La-dee-da. Turning a corner. Mm. Yanks yeah. lost two or three of the Cardinals, who were actually worse than the Mets. Uh, I'm not excusing that. Just I'm just saying you, think you won two out of three. Do you think the Yankees are good around here? The Yankees are good. No, they're not. I'm tired of Yankees and Mets being equated as they're having the same season. Leave me alone with that. Okay. Yankees without Aaron Judge. Lost to the Cardinals 5-1. Jordan Montgomery, a no-hitter into the sixth inning against his former team. Ended up with six and two-thirds, one unearned run. Orioles, two in the bottom of the eighth. Beat the Twins, avoided a sweep, two won the final. Angels, five. Diamondbacks, two. Shohei Otani, his 31st homer selected to the All-Star team is both a DH and a pitcher. Mike Trout hit his 18th homer in the win. Trout headed to his 11th All-Star game. He's gone fishing. It's not funny. White Sox avoided a sweep in Oakland. Top the A's 8-7. Brent Rooker hit his 14th homer. He's the A's lone representative this year in the All-Star game. Rooker actually homered off Shohei Otani earlier in the year, so he has a plan when he gets to Seattle. There's a really cool picture of me hitting a homer off Shohei in Anaheim, um, and I'm going to approach him very humbly and try to get him to sign it because I think that is uh, that's something that I would love to have forever because, I mean, he is – I don't – I, if there's anybody doubting that he's the best baseball player of all time, I don't really know why they are because it's it's it, he could be the front page story in every newspaper every day and it wouldn't be talked about enough what he's doing from an offensive yeah. and pitching um, standpoint. It, it's crazy. So very humbly, he will approach Shohei and get his picture signed. Odd. Very odd. Yeah, another player, another no major way, league player it. approaching another. 100% do it. And Shohei is going to sign it. No, but you're saying, the way you're saying, I'm going to very humbly do it. You're a player. You, you belong in the same platform as him. Later on, he said meekly as well. Yeah, well, because he's he's bringing him a picture of him taking the dude deep. So, like, he's, in theory, ah, yes. he's winning that lone encounter. I mean, Stu asked for my autograph last week. I gave it to him, no problem. He didn't have to humbly ask. And you've so humbly mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. Or meekly mentioned it, it on the exactly. show. Nationals held off the Phillies 5-4. Astros took two out of three from the Rangers. 5-3 Astros win in the series finale. Chaz McCormick go-ahead three-run triple in the eighth inning. Rangers with six All-Stars, most in the AL. Do you think Chaz McCormick any way, shape, or form down the line related to anybody who owns the seasoning company? Uh, Maybe, Sean? Nobody ever asked about who the McCormick seasoning You're right. Are. I'll look into that after we discover who wrote the Declaration of Independence. All right. Okay. Two Alex mysteries to solve. Yeah. Ninth inning solo shot. Red Sox swept away the Blue Jays in Toronto. 5-4 the final. Royals dominated the Dodgers 9-1 and took two out of three from L.A. For the Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw headed to his 10th All-Star game. Ties a franchise record. Pee Wee Reese also went to 10. Really? Tigers outslugged the Rockies 14-9. The 1-1 from hands. Swinging a fly ball. Left field. Way back and left. And gone. How about it? Jake Marisnik, second Grand Slam of the day for the Tigers. Dan Dickerson, Tigers Radio, Javi Baez at the other Grand Slam in the first inning. Josh, if I may interject for just a second, sure. I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, nothing on Pee Wee Reese, dude. You got, you got two different ways to go there. Pee Wee, Reese, Reese's, peanut butter cup, no, no pun I machine? think he had already used his no. bad joke. In, in the, in <laughs> no such can, thing. Can we non-judgmental admittance? Yeah. The the way to go that I would have I thought of at the top of my head, I was going to make a Pee Wee Herman joke. Okay. Hi, Cherry. You know, just something like that. But then I didn't realize, is Pee Wee Herman still canceled? I feel like it's a, t- it's a weird subject. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I didn't want to make a Pee Wee Herman joke. Yeah. Probably, probably safe. All right. Okay, Cherry. All right. Is that Clayton act Kershaw, doing Pee Wee Reese? Reese? 
It's not my best. Not my best. Josh Naylor, two-run single in the 10th. Guardians outlasted the Cubs 8-6. Mariners rallied past the Rays 7-6. So Seattle with a series win there. Rays have three All-Stars. Started 40-18. Since then, 17-18. By the way, real quick, I was told Astros-Rangers finales today was not yesterday. Gotcha. Um, my apologies for that. Mets 8, Giants Thanks 4. Parrot 97. No. <laughs> <laughs> this person I've never seen coming on Twitch came in on Twitch just to tell me Astros Rangers finale is today. That's a that's a, what we call a wraparound series. Yes. Goes until, goes until the Monday. That's right. Mets 8, Giants 4. Pete Alonso is 25th homer during the game announced he'll be back in the home run derby. So looking for uh, three home run derby titles. Ken Griffey Jr., the only other to do that. More NBA free agency news dropping. Eric Gordon, two-year deal with the Suns. Miles Bridges taking that one-year qualifying offer from the Hornets. The two sides weren't close on extension talks. So in all likelihood, Bridges will become a free agent after this season. That'll sting. Uh, Drew Holiday is ring-chasing one-year deal with the NBA champs, the Nuggets. Golf, Ricky Fowler won the Rocket Mortgage Classic. First PGA Tour Wait, win in four years. The Nuggets? Uh, Drew Holiday. Really? One-year deal. How about that? Still a productive player, yeah, so sure. ring chasing might not be the best way to put it, actually. Uh, Taylor Gooch won his third live title of wait, the year. Hold on, wait. Stand by, stand by. NBA expert EJ is chiming in that it's Justin Holiday. I was going to say, Drew Holiday's a big part of the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Holiday. There we go. Drew All to right. Justin. Let me, let me update I this. thought, I was like, wow, Drew Holiday fell off that much? He's only signed on a one-year deal with the Nuggets? I trusted Emmanuel with that. Okay. I appreciate you trusting me, though. No problem. Maybe... We accept the Caserta route and just completely ignore the NBA or make things up about the NBA. Yeah. You know, honestly, that's one that's going to frustrate me because I easily could have left NBA out of this update. Uh, Especially Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday's not significant news. <laughs> well, if we thought it was Drew, that would have been big. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, that's the thing. If it's Drew Holiday, that might lead the update. <laughs> if Drew right. Holiday's going to the Nuggets. Easily avoidable. Yeah. Easily avoidable error. Where do they all play together? At least the two of them, or we're all three together at one point. We did were they two with the Pelicans? Were, two of them were in Indiana. Oh, Aaron Indiana. and Justin were in Indiana at one point. I don't I, know if I feel like Justin and Drew may have played somewhere, but I don't. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. All right. Are ready to get stunned? Yes. Sure. Let's do it. Stunned. We have an anchor that knows the NBA. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. All right, so in Seattle, which will also be the site of the baseball all-star game, something very different happened. A Seattle homeowner went toe-to-toe with a burglar, and the homeowner did it with a sword. Officers found a 71-year-old man with a sword and, quote, visible minor injuries and found a 61-year-old man in the same home with a stab wound to his torso. After investigating, this 61-year-old man broke in. The 71-year-old man got home, noticed the window was broken, some items were misplaced, so he spotted the burglar in his living room. Fight broke out. The suspect tried stabbing the homeowner with a pitchfork. The homeowner then escaped, ran to his room to grab a gun, started wrestling with the burglar for the gun, and when the homeowner tried to tried to shoot him, the gun malfunctioned. So that's when the homeowner grabbed a samurai sword and stabbed the burglar. Both ended up being treated for injuries. The torso uh, stab wound was deemed non-life-threatening. Okay. <gasps> so deep breath. Rob of the 321 sent this to me. Is this a clue house? And then I sent it to Emmanuel. And the headline's about the samurai sword. Right. Incorrect. 
The headlines about the 61-year-old alleged burglar. What 61-year-old dudes breaking into houses? Hey, 61 is the new 50, man. Is it? I'd say at 50, you're told to be a burglar. I mean, look, you could have guys who are 61, like my dad getting hip replaced, but there's plenty of surprise 61-year-olds I see running around. Yeah, but you should be done with your crime committing days by 61, or you should already be Dude, the kingpin who's sending guys out to burgle. That is your... That, you think, is the headline? Yeah. We went to a house where the burglar was able to pick up a pitchfork. Right. The... The guy who owned the house had time to get from living room up to his bedroom to grab a gun that, didn't work. that malfunctioned and then was able to have a backup plan after a malfunctioning gun and was able to grab a samurai sword yeah. to stab this I'm, guy. This is definitely going to be the plot of, like, John Wick 7, right? I mean, are like, we kidding? Eight, right? I'm I, still I, most stunned by a 61-year-old burglar. The stun to me who is... Who has a samurai sword? Yeah, we you, know these, about the samurai the sword, though. It's these surprising, but, but a pitchfork? How did the burglar... Have a pitchfork. Okay, so here. Fireplace. We're, we're power ranking stunned. To me, 61-year-old burglar. Then it's pitchfork. Then it's samurai sword. And no. this might be personal because my grandfather had a sword that he took off a dude from the Korean War and brought back with him. Wow. Now, this guy's 71. That's not his correct age. But there's ways to have a sword. Well... The pitchfork, I think, everybody has, like, those little pitchforks. If you have a fireplace, you kind of stoke the flames with it. I actually no, could picture that. that's a poker. A pitchfork is like the three prongs. I could see the writer wow. confusing the two. Or you're confusing the two right now. Maybe. Yeah. I All have right. a new stun. I was going to say hot take, though, before you have a new stun. Don't you grab samurai sword before grabbing gun? No, you grab oh, gun you first. Oh, you don't want close contact. Yeah. Gun, of course. I don't know, man. It's very easy to fire a gun. If I see somebody's breaking in, I'm swinging my... When else are you using a samurai sword? <laughs> like, the samurai sword is for that moment. Oh, you go, I That's finally have samurai. my chance? Yeah. Mm. Here's the issue, though. You can go shoot a gun at a range. There's no samurai sword swinging ranges. There was already a, a pitchfork. So if you really want to outdo your opposition, you get the gun. And the pitchfork was in the house, or he brought the pitchfork to... So what I read, it was in the house already. So that's some house. Gun, pitchfork, and samurai sword? It's not a place I want to have poker night. This is some long-standing beef. These are, I think <laughs> these are two people that knew each other. They used to get it in in some unscrupulous. I don't know what that means. Uh, in some unscrupulous. <laughs> I love you. You know, operations. My son. No and one now died. this is a, a settled, this is an old score that's being settled. It has to be. I So I kind of agree that this doesn't feel random. But at the same time, EJ, counterpunch. Would you break into a house knowing it had a pitchfork, a samurai sword, and a gun that could all kill you? I mean, I think this guy knew what he was getting into. I think this, these are professionals. I, I mean, I'm telling you, this feels like any one of these crazy action movie flicks where the old, you know, the old gunslinger, so to speak, they think he doesn't have it. And lo and behold, he still got the samurai sword ready to go. Before we break, I do have to answer Emmanuel's question here. He said, is the most stunning part that nobody died. No, because it's a 61-year-old and a 71-year-old swinging around these items. That's that's the other part. If this is like a 25 and a 31-year-old, somebody's dead. Guess who broke it up, by the way? A 61-year-old woman. Leaves that part out. Did other she homeowner. live there? Oh, the other homeowner. Well, overheard. It was one of those classic crime scenarios where, where you hear something happening and then you report it. What an old neighborhood. Like, elderly, like, was it in Florida? Was this elderly in Florida? strip in Seattle. Yeah, where was it? Seattle. Like, Seattle. Seattle. Oh. Home of the All-Star game. Right. All right. That's what I said. <laughs> when we come back, is Kellen Moore going to ruin Justin Herbert? It's the DA show on CBS. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Sports Radio. Don't like something? Get it out. It's not like going to Six Flags, DA. You could get rolled up on by a giraffe. And what do you think a giraffe's going to do to you? They're freaking tall. They can't stomp you? They're not Jeffrey at Toys R Us. You've heard a lot of giraffe on human violence? Well, no, because they don't survive to tell the tale. Got it. DA on CBS Sports Radio. Former Boise State quarterback and then Cowboys quarterback turned Cowboys QB coach, turned Cowboys offensive coordinator, turned now Chargers offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. You know, he had a little breakup with Mike McCarthy there, Bogues, where McCarthy, I guess, really wanted to run the ball a lot more, and Dak was... I'm airing it out as a result of what Kellen Moore wanted to do. Kellen Moore leaves. He is now the Chargers offensive coordinator getting to work with Justin Herbert. They have a lot of tall receivers after drafting Quentin Johnson at 6'4". Mike Williams is humongous. Keenan Allen's humongous. So Kellen Moore this weekend said that Justin Herbert is going to be throwing into a different jet stream than other quarterbacks because of all the tall receivers. And it made me think, as much as we rain on the Cowboys parade... Are we sure that Kellen Moore is not about to ruin Justin Herbert? He's basically already telling us what they're going to do. Yeah, so I'm still going to lean on the Cowboys are the problem, not Kellen Moore, that it was good yeah. he got out to go anywhere else. And he's also talked about how they were not aggressive enough downfield with Justin Herbert, Yeah, that they did not take full advantage of everything he can do. That carries more weight than, look how tall those guys are. So yeah. I, I think Kellen Moore is going to be helpful here. I really do. The rest of the organization might be the problem. Maybe the head coach is a dope, like just like he was in Dallas. But I think Kellen Moore, at least early on, is going to be good news for Justin Herbert. I just don't like the idea of, and again, is it going to be some big shock that Justin Herbert's airing it out to three toll receivers? No. But I don't like the idea of basically Kellen Moore already revealing exactly what the offensive game plan is. Yeah, but I guess the the counter is if you do it well, then it shouldn't matter that they know what's yeah. coming. I guess, but... And you're not going to stretch your cornerbacks out to deal with those three guys. This was already an issue with Austin Eckler where they felt like they didn't run the ball enough. Now you're bringing... It just feels like you're going to be able to line up with pass rushers and know, hey, they have these tall receivers. We have to go hit the quarterback before we get that. I I just don't like the idea of preseason being able to feel like as an opponent, you have the edge on game planning and knowing exactly what a team's going to do. Except, like, this is not a secret. Like, every other coach is going to look at that roster and go, right. okay, those guys are tall. They're going to throw it up in the air. We've got to combat that. He's not really giving away secrets here. All right. Maybe. Maybe. He's not diagramming plays like Lombardi on he, a chalkboard for everybody to see. I, I just have a weird feeling. Seal it here. Seal it here. I don't think the Chargers are going to be as good as we think they because are. Because they're the Chargers. Yeah. They're the Cowboys of the AFC. They are. All right, we come back. Why haven't there been any takers on James Harden yet? It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.